Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the I'm sure there's a good reason why the bones are like that edition. You know, <laughs> is there a good reason? Yes. Is there a good reason? I swear. I swear there's a good reason why bones uh, are uh, in unusual places today. <laughs> They're always in unusual places. They're never unusual places anymore. Not here. Like not, in not, not graves, and that's it. <laughs> They're never there anymore. Not on this podcast. No. Absolutely not today. No. <laughs> today is episode 098, Human Bones in Unusual Places. Let's go there. Take me to these places. <laughs> uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the uh, just eager to go, Marissa Riley. That's me. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for these bones, mm-hmm. which are never where they're supposed to be. <laughs> So, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Welcome. Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about today. Now that I know, <laughs> I'm not really upset. Yeah. I- I'm just You've more so it. like, of course. Mm. I'm I'm not surprised. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ni- yep. 98 episodes in, you come to expect Bones in uh, places they shouldn't be. I'd be more uh, weirded out if, like, <laughs> they were where they should be. Yeah. 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 Then we've derailed if you expect those. Yeah, that'd be too In normal. the right place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's not here. Uh, my friends, today we have two stories of two very different discoveries, but they each take place in one beautiful country, Peru. Ooh. Uh, and they both involve human bones positioned in such a way archaeologists just had to find out why. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> I, yeah. It's a journey. Today is a journey. Two, yeah. ju- two journeys together. I'm a, I, I just... <laughs> I immediately think of like the Simpsons and when they found like the yeah. angel oh, uh, that was in, a great in episode. quotations, the angel in um they found like bones that had like angel yes, wings. That's right. And then it ended up being a promotion, like a stunt promotion for yes. a mall. Yeah, I think it was a mall. Oh my god. <laughs> that was so perfect. So was... now I'm just like So perfect. What mall <laughs> are, are the people in peru yeah what, promoting uh, i'm sure they have a wonderful reason that's not I'm, a mall i'm but. sure the mall of america is covered in bones yeah just built upon bones everything is built on bones <laughs> that's true jesus, jesus put it on a tote put it on a tote <laughs> everything everything is built on bones and everything is on it we'll put it on a coffee mug that, that seems to be good. more of a coffee mug thing that feels yeah, yeah. the first thing in the like, morning yeah mm-hmm. you got it yep you right see, there you see where i'm going i do <laughs> so i don't want to give too much away at the top of the show but i can tell you the first half is going to be a little heartbreaking okay as history needs to be told yeah but after the break it's going to be fascinating and even a little heartwarming i love a little heartwarming you know i love it when we go there a little sweet a little sweet oh as as sweet as we can be on this podcast yeah so don't get carried away now okay okay i'll wheel it in (laughs) this is about human bones by the way that's right that's right (laughs) So, you, you can make human bones cute. Sure. Yes. I trust you. <laughs> so, should we begin? We absolutely should. All right. Well, to do so, we need to head back in time just a couple of thousand years to 2012. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I know. I, that is thousands of years ago. Thousands of years wow. ago. And uh, we just so happened to be with the archaeologist Jacob Bongers. What a name. 
Jacob. <laughs> just let's let's get it, let's get it out. It's like bongers. boners and boogers and bongs and bongs. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of bongs. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. There, there's Dude, a lot of hard we... times that Jacob went through. <laughs> hard times, gross. And but I'm, you know, yeah. he sounds like a nice person. Yeah, he he did great things. We're, we'll get into awesome. it. Awesome. Do you do, do you want to say his name together just so we get it out? Yeah, Jacob Bongers. <laughs> That's okay. Jesus. We love you. We love you, Jacob. We okay. love you, JB. <laughs> So JB and his team uh, from the University of East Ang- Angeli- Anguilla. Anguilla? That sounds right. Anguilla? Oh, God. I practiced it like 10 times. And Ang- Anglia? Anglia. 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 There we go. Thank you very much, my brain. I no couldn't get problem. past the bonkers. The, the bongers. No, just, no. Just, I, I, everyone needed a moment <laughs> to process. So, so they have the overwhelming task of carefully uh, looking through hundreds of what's called chalpas dotting the Chincha Valley. Now, all right. what in God's name did I just say? I have no idea. Where in the world is all of this? Yeah. What the hell is a chalpa? Don't worry. I've got you. I gave it a Google. Everyone, please imagine South America. You got it. Okay, now point to its center, uh-huh. and there's Brazil. Uh-huh. Move your finger west until you hit the coast, and voila, here is Peru overlooking the Pacific Ocean. Beautiful. So, so, so beautiful. Uh, Lima, its capital, is around the middle of the coast. And uh, if you travel a wee 124 miles south, you hit Chincha Valley. Oh, uh-huh. so, there we go. In another time and practically in another world, this area was once the Chincha Kingdom, oh. which, yeah, which existed from 1000 to 1400 CE. Uh, they were allies with the Inca and were eventually absorbed into their empire, but they still remained very much Chincha, and they had their own identity and practices. I'm loving this. Yeah, So, which brings us to these chalpas. Dr. Marissa, I'd like to show you a few of these structures, and if you would, please tell us what you see. Nothing would easy. make me happier. Easy, Let's easy. Let's do it. And all photos we talk about today will be on our social media stuff, so please come on by and take a look at a chalpa. Yes. Ooh. Yes. What? <laughs> I don't know what I'm yeah. looking at. Jill just showed me four photos, and I don't really know mm-hmm. what I'm looking at. Are these, like, structures where people lived? It does look like that, right? Yeah, so in the first photo, I see kind of like a hut cut into the rock mm-hmm. of a place. That's right. Um, it looks kind of deserty and rocky. Um, all these places. I see another one that looks like a brick sort of a structure. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the third photo, I see like three structures from a bird's eye view, maybe like a drone view. And then the fourth one, it looks like someone cut like a big rectangle out of the ground, sort yeah. of like a wide grave, yeah. big wide uh-huh. grave in this kind of stony, deserty ground. I'm you said the magic word. The I graves. had a feeling. I was like, mm. we're talking about bones. <laughs> this is probably where the dead exist. That's right. Yes. Each of these is essentially a grave site. So each contained a body. Yet one after the other revealed a curious detail. Ooh. In fact, 192 chelpas contained a body whose spine was skewered like this. Oh and I'd God. like to show you another photo. Oh, my God. Uh, it's a sampling of the spines that were found. And it is out of context. It's just... A row of spines, and please tell us what you see. What is 
um, different about these spines? First of all, before mm. I, um, yeah, before we move forward, a row of spines. Yes. <laughs> You said that so calmly. And I yes. realize we are who we are, yes. which is people who podcast about death and butts. Um, Sometimes together. It, yeah, <laughs> it happens. Uh, but just to like calmly say a row of spines, mm. I'm like, this is where we've, we've, uh, this is where we are. We've made it. You know, we, we got past a pandemic. We stayed inside for mm-hmm. years. <laughs> and so now just to, talk about a row of spines it's just no big deal it's completely we normal are, we are fully numb yeah. and uh, we're talking dissociating about... <laughs> uh from life anyways let's look at these spines yeah these are spines pulled from these uh graves in peru let's do it great <laughs> great oh yeah um so i mean uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh, this it's exactly uh-huh. what jill said it's a row of spines and i feel nothing um <laughs> So I, you know, a few years ago, I would have felt something, but it's a very cool picture. Um, it's several spines, but you know what? You yeah. know how spines, is it vertebra? Yeah, you vertebras? got it. Mm-hmm. Vertebrates? Yep. Vertebrates? You got, you got it, doctor. Okay, so you know how vertebras are on, like, your spine is like a rope yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so instead of being on that thing it looks like the vertebras have been removed and put on sticks you got it all right so imagine instead of your vertebras being on your spine they're on sticks you got like it. skewers like That's you right. would uh you know get them at a lovely mediterranean place exactly they look like they've been shish kebabbed yes they look like kebabs yeah. And I'm, yeah, that's, I'm, now I'm hungry. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at these, uh, you know, old these vertebras <laughs> that's been skewered. That's right. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, you brought up spine. Uh, they look like they're in no particular order. No. Oh yeah. They're- and there's a bunch of them, yeah. by the way. There's no, uh, some of them have four, some of them have many, some of them have, uh, they're all, they don't fit together. It, it looks like a jumble on a, uh, on a stick. Yeah, there was really no, like, you know, specifics. They were just mm-hmm. like, put the vertebras on the stick. Doesn't matter how many. There you go. Just get it done. Get it. Thing. Do it now. Yeah. yeah. So, altogether, the sight is a little scary for other people, not us, but <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. a little, it's a little scary. Yeah. So, here's a photo of how one spine, for example, was found in a grave, just to give us some more context. Uh, please tell us how it's positioned, Dr. Marissa. Okay. Dr. Riley. Let's do it. Okay, so yeah, um, once again, I wish I could feel just a little bit more. <laughs> but okay, so we've got one of these skewers with a lot of vertebras on it. And at the end of the stick is a skull. That's right. So it was kind of like you shish kebobbed all of the vertebras and then put a skull. Mm-hmm. I basically just said that twice. Um, and then it's in this kind of grave situation. Yeah. So they they did they did this. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah we are definitely going to find out why. Okay. But uh, yeah, this is a skewered spine just in a grave and in one grave, in one chalpa after the other. An individual was found with a reed, specifically a reed, through their spine. And yeah. as you can tell from the photos, like we said, each reed contained a variety of vertebra and a variety of combinations. So what in the world is going on here? This is exactly what Jacob Bongers, a.k.a. the Bonger, uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, 
I call him now. I love, We're I on love that it. level. The bonger. Uh, the bonger and his team needed to find out, so they did what any good archaeologist would do. Start by whipping out the old radiocarbon dating machine. Yes! That's right. Dr. Marissa, please tell us what general time frame were these bones narrowed down to? And because of those dates, what is the leading theory as to why these bones are all jumbled? Nothing would make me happier. All right, from uh, George, George, yeah. Geo, okay, the, it looks like the word George, but in a different way. Okay, from <laughs> Giraj Dvorsky. Yes, I got, I'm so sorry, Jiraj. Jiraj Dvorsky of gizmodo.com, quote, the human vertebra on posts were radiocarbon dated to between 1450 and 1650 CE. This was a tumultuous time for the ancient Chinchoro culture as it marked the end of Inca rule and onset of European colonization. Boo. Mm -hmm. The looting of graves became commonplace with Spanish colonists removing gold and silver from the Chincha burial grounds. Europeans, back in the day, there were some shitty things happening. All right. The elimination of indigenous religious practices was also very much so on the colonists' minds. Uh, The vertebra on posts were predominantly found in looted tombs with openings that allowed people to re-enter and access the dead. Analysis showed that these spines on spikes were attempts to reconstruct the bodies in the face of European looting. Mm -hmm. End quote. Bongers said. Okay, go. so I need to process everything I just said because sure. we just covered a lot. So basically, Europeans came over. They're colonizing the yes. shit yeah. out of uh, this country and basically all of this continent. It's complete bullshit. Yeah. Um, and so they're going into these tombs, which are sacred, lovely places mm-hmm. for these you know people who passed away, and they're taking all of their shit. Exactly. And that's not cool. That's not very nice at all. And, um, okay, but what I didn't process is what the vertebra on posts sure meant. Yeah. So after all was said and done, after all the looting had taken place, right? this is a terrible thing to imagine, but families had to reconstruct their dead relatives. Oh, my God. Because some colonizing fuckface wanted the precious items adorning them, consequently breaking the bodies apart. Oh so this God. was their way of putting them back together. That's so terrible, but yeah. also like just so like kind yeah. of their families to be like, you can't just be lying here in pieces, right? Exactly, mom. Like yeah. this, that's <laughs> yes. no way. Yes. I'm not gonna let you with your hand over there and this over there. I'm gonna put you back together exactly. so you can sleep peacefully. Yeah, forever. Can you fucking yeah. Yeah, what so, dicks? So this was Bonger's theory, and it was a good one. But to verify it even further, the team took additional steps with more accurate dating technology. 79 of those 192 samples were further analyzed, and get this, several of the bones date back to between 1520 and 1550 CE, uh, while the reeds came in later, between 1550 and 1590, suggesting the reeds were added well after death and during colonization. Oh my god, he was spot on. He was spot the fuck on. (gasps) He was spot on. This is terrible. I was hoping you'd be like, actually, they did this for a cool other reason. It's like, nope, they did it because people suck. (laughs) 
People and how also like how traumatizing <laughs> is it to like go back in and like put together oh, a dead family member? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh these oh man. So sucks. Yeah. The narrower the narrower time frame is also right on target for another truly fucking somber event. Uh, historians note quote the Chincha population declined catastrophically from over 30,000 households in 1533 to just 979. Oh my god. 30,000 to 979 in 1583 and that's in just 50 years due to a combination of epidemics and famines, end quote, from gizmodo.com. Which means these indigenous folks were decimated by not only natural disease, but new diseases brought by the Spanish. Yeah. This is just terrible. I'm just so... It's a fucking bummer. And I'm this sorry. happened a long time ago, so I'm like, who do I, you know, who do I troll you yeah. know <laughs> who do i send an angry dm to spain maybe spain a little little bit, a little bit. but they're so nice <laughs> they're now so nice. i don't know i really don't know much about what's going on in spain now i can imagine they've changed just a little bit but like i <laughs> we all suck you yeah. know yeah we all everyone sucks okay. so uh now these are devastating facts and these were devastating times but the surviving Chincha people found a way to continue on with their practices. So, Dr. Marissa, please tell us, what do these reads really signify? Oh my God, let's talk about it. Yeah. All right, from uh, Bongers told Inverse.com, quote, local groups during the Inca period valued the integrity or wholeness of dead bodies. My heart is breaking. We suggest that Chincha peoples shared this belief. Um, what this finding speaks to is indigenous people adapting to harsh circumstances and finding a way to maintain connections with their dead. End quote. Um, continuing a little bit more, Beth Scafidi, an anthropologist at the University of California at Merced, who was not involved in the study, agrees. Uh, quote, to the Chincha, um, ancient bodies are not these things that just sit there, uh, she told Inverse. They are animated, every body part, even the vertebra. So um, there is a world in which we can see that explanation where they're reforming these bodies as a way to resist or conquer colonial looting practices. And quote. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like I butchered that last part just no, a little bit, but no. it's, um, I think that was translated from Spanish, but I think we got it. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's just interesting how different cultures have like completely different views of oh, yeah. death and like to like go in there and just scramble shit up. Yeah, oh man. Just so not cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just terrible. So my friends, it's quite possible these, at first, spooky-looking shish kebab spines were actually an attempt to honor the dead and make them whole. So beautiful. Uh, and also just shitty. Oh, a lot of emotions here. Yeah. <sighs> so many. I'm so fine. Many. <laughs> Remember how I didn't feel anything earlier, and now I'm like, I feel everything. <laughs> yes. I feel everything. We're feeling Put all the Put them back things. together. Put me back together. <laughs> oh. So what's next? Uh, next up for bongers is uh, DNA analysis of these bones to find familial connections. Oh, my God. Uh, can you imagine? Um, oh. And uh, find answers about diet. Yes. Needless to say, these bodies have a lot to say. So Aww. after the break, why are some people 
missing parts of their feet? I don't know. <laughs> the answer is kind of heartwarming. Aww. So please stay tuned. Please do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my friends, we're not done with the dead. Never. Nay, nay, we are still. (laughs) And we are still in Peru, this time nearly 500 miles north, or 750 kilometers, of Lima. Let's do it. Now, we just so happen to be with Edgar Bracamonte. and Yeah, very different last name. Yes. (laughs) Edgar Bracamonte and fellow archaeologists of the Museum of the Royal Tombs of Saipan. And it's 2018. Wow. And boy, howdy. This area that we're in right now, the El Choro Archaeological Complex in Pomalca, is a poppin'. Yes. I love an archaeological complex that's a poppin'. That's right. We are. It is a poppin'. It is happening. Yeah. Please, Dr. Marissa, as translated from eluniversal.com.mx, please tell us what they all found, who they found, and how old were these bones. Oh my God, I'm pumped. Let's talk about it. All right, quote, a group of Peruvian archaeologists discovered a pre-Hispanic cemetery up to 1,500 years old that has evidence of rituals and ceremonies. I love rituals and ceremonies. (laughs) I'm pumped. Okay, continuing the quote, the place was used both by the Mochicas Mm -hmm. and later by the Sican, two of the main civilizations that dominated the north coast of Peru. Since the excavations began on September 24th, archaeologists have unearthed 32 tombs, I love it, Mm -hmm. of which 23 uh, belong to the last period of 
uh, the moche period and nine to the next stage of Sikhan rule. Mm-hmm. End quote. This is so awesome. That's right. Was- I love I love these old tombs and I I love a ritual. We are give me some ritual. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes, my friends, thirty two graves that are not only pre Hispanic but also pre Inca. Hot damn. Yeah, get this. According to Rosie McCall of IFL Science, quote, the Mochi were a group of indigenous peoples who dominated northern Peruvian culture before the Incas and later the Spanish colonists. In their heyday from around one CE to 800 CE. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> One to 800. Wow. Oh, they're old. I love it. Uh, the Moche built large pyramid-like structures. Yes. Created intricate works of pottery and yes. offered human sacrifices to appease their gods. I am so here for this. Love the Moche. Uh, 23 of the graves. <laughs> I like how you <laughs> did not respond to that. Oh my God. I am well, I'm right behind you. I have a I'm pyramid right and human sacrifices? <laughs> this is this is, this is is why I show up uh, That's right. to, to our own apartment to talk about this. <laughs> uh, 23 of the graves found so far belong to the Mochicas, like you said. Uh, the remaining nine date to the Saikan culture that followed the Moche from around 750 CE to 1375 CE, end quote. And we know what happened in the 1400s. The, the Spanish. Spanish, yes. So, yeah. But these graves actually survived, and they revealed quite a lot about these two cultures. Uh, with the, unlike the, like, you know how the others were just blown apart, basically, by yeah. Spanish? These were pretty much intact. Oh, my God. Yeah. How did the Spanish not find it? <laughs> so, Amazing. I know. <clears throat> so, with the deceased, archaeologists found the sacrificial remains of llamas, alpacas, guinea pigs, 150 vessels, and several tumis, or cer- ceremonial knives, uh, perhaps to help the dead eat the food found inside those vessels. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am obsessed with the uh, cultures that, that um, like, bury their dead with shit. So much stuff. I don't, I, we do that. Yeah. We just, we cremate and we put the bodies in the ground. <laughs> I want to be buried with all of my shit. Let's do it. Will you do, will yeah, you absolutely. do that? Is I'll, that I'll a just, dark conversation I'll to have while recording? A, I'll just dump a bunch of shit in your grave just for you. I want specifics. <laughs> I want the good stuff. I mean, okay. you, you can keep like the, you know, dresser. <laughs> We'll talk about this later. (laughs) We'll sort. We'll sort. Okay. So, quote, in the funerary rites, there was food, drinks, and music. We found a number of whistles and food. (laughs) I love love that. That's so fun. And foods of all kinds that are quite well preserved. Amazing. Also a number of pots with clear signs of food preparation, said Bracomante to El Universal. So, this sounds like a party. Yeah. And it gets even better. Oh, my God. Dr. Marissa, please tell us what, however, was not present and from whom were those things missing? Oh, my God. They, they, they missed something. Okay. Um, <laughs> from IFL Science, uh, quote, archaeologists working for the Museum of Royal Tombs of Sipan uh, said that there are 15 bodies of Mochica children and adolescents missing one or more bones in the foot. Mm-hmm. Okay, according to 
Edgar Bracamonte, who is overseeing the ex excavations. The team's initial thought was that these were amputations. You know, it happens. Uh, then they noticed one skeleton was only missing the fibula or calf bone. Mm -hmm. This, Bracamonte says, clearly shows that missing bone activity took place after the right. boy's death. After. End quote. That's right. What? Why yeah. are they doing this? I'm sure they that have is, an awesome reason. Yeah, exactly. Did they make a necklace out of it ah. for the mom who's still alive? Damn. Am I Damn, breaking doctor. rights? You're, you're, you fucking nailed it. You fucking nailed it, doctor. Stop it. Yeah. A family member would wear a necklace exactly. of the bone. Yes. Oh, it's, I have no idea. I was just like, what's the sweetest I, thing you can do with a child's bone? <laughs> so make a necklace. Make a fucking jewelry. Oh, my God. Yes. Missing bones, primarily in the feet and lower regions of the very young. Dr. Doctor Riley here fucking nailed it. Uh, it was to make jewelry to remember oh, them by. Oh, man. To make jewelry to remember them by. Taking small bones was a ritual and practice, quote, that was common in ancient Peruvian civilizations with the purpose of making lockets oh. to be worn by surviving family members, end quote. From Living Peru. I don't know. You were like, it's heartwarming, but it's not that heartwarming. It's that it heartwarming. Okay. It, you you went there. <laughs> okay. You got there. I think it's so sweet. And I feel like people now would be so weirded out, but yeah. I think it's today. Freaking, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'd be weirded out. Mm. But I think it's lovely. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I'm with you. That's... I have my mom's ashes yeah. in my uh, at-home workstation. That's right. Watches over me as I send emails every day. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. It's and gorgeous. If you it's think beautiful. it's weird, don't tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Politely say nothing. There exactly. You and and if you want to wear a dead person's bones, do it. Unless you murdered them. Oh, yeah. Then okay. don't do it. Yeah. Um, and burn that evidence if you <laughs> would like to keep your freedom. Oh, my God. Uh, you know. I won't say anything else. <laughs> On that subject. She's full of full of good advice. I am. Find her on the Twitter. You're welcome. At not Marissa. <laughs> I know you wanted to know and I said it. Uh, so thank you for listening, yes, rating, subscribing, telling your friends how to get away with murder. Yeah. You're uh, welcome. Telling your friends about these beautiful rituals in Peru. And tell your friends about the uh, fucking ransacked tombs, the uh, chupas. Yes. Oh my God. Wow. And what Blank's family will go to. Yeah. I... And please, stay interesting. Oh, please do. <laughs> <laughs>